0: If you've had a really great year, it's been the best year ever, you might just want to carry on doing what you've been doing. Uh, and, and I think you should have a badge as well, given the, the, the circumstances in which the government has tied the, your hands behind your backs. Um, but if if things are to change, I think we, we need to change, and very often uh, we make those New Year resolutions, etc. So. I think what we wanted to talk about today was reflections of 2021, the highs, the lows, what you've learned from the year, either about people, about yourself, about business, uh, what you wish you'd done more of, and uh, moreover, what does 2022 hold for you in a changing world that maybe has raised opportunities that suddenly appear that maybe need discussion. Don't mean to say you've got to go that route you know, but maybe they're things that you're thinking. Well, oh, that's beginning to you know take off, or or whatever. So you can see where we're going with that. Who'd like to start? What are we starting with, Paul? Which bit? <laughs> well, uh, I think if uh, I think we start with each individual, and I'll go, I'll remind people of the questions, uh, so we can <clears throat> go through each individual, and as each individual puts puts forth. Uh, Then other people should wade in and uh, and just explore those answers a little bit further. You know, it's like a brainstorming, I suppose. Um, But it's uh, you know maybe a reflection of gratitude. I don't know. So would you like to start, Nick? Go on then. (laughs) Get the mouth shut, shouldn't they?
1: (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I think your first question was what have we learnt. This yeah what well, the think,
0: highs and lows what you learned
1: yeah i think the the biggest thing for me was i i started off the year still having a bit of a blend actually of b2c and b2b so i was still doing a fair amount of um consumer photography and i um i did a strategy session with a lady called natasha by who i'm sure some of you know here um the strategy doctor and that really helped me um focus my mind on letting go of b2c which means i'm now what well, from a from kind of april may time i was completely b2b i rationalized the services on my website with some work i did with ollie um and it's just meant i've been able to simplify my marketing messaging and my communications talking to a much more targeted niche i guess than i was before i was trying to talk to too many people um before and I, you know and that was one of the reasons for actually focusing it onto b2b i just couldn't have a kind of consistent message because i was trying to talk to Families and businesses, um, and I think I probably ended up previously confusing both. But, you, but, but that shift has been massive for me um, in terms of simplifying my offer, um, and I've reviewed my pricing as well. So I've I've repositioned myself um, in the market. So they they were two very big changes for me, and I think the, the building on that, I've I've also kind of stepped up the collaborations I've done. I've really enjoyed collaborating with people like Martin with Ollie, um actually working more closely with my network and and supporting my network as well it's been great to um have the support of my network but to support my network as well so it feels like it's been very reciprocal this year and a a massive shift for me in terms of from a kind of i think we all work on our own don't we and we all it can be quite lonely at times and actually building those strong relationships with people that you you actually quite enjoy working with has been great as well so I, I feel much more positive going to 2022 than I did coming into 2021 into yeah into this year
0: I think that um uh that 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 is interesting your comments about collaboration I'll come back to that but what's particularly interesting is that uh your strategy session took you from B to C to B to B because you felt that you needed to focus more Uh, but you could have done that with B to C surely
1: I could, but I, I'd I all, I kind of recognise that I think my skill set was much better aligned to B two B, and that B two C was just, it was just so volatile. It had a massive off season, um, and I couldn't sustainably run the business off B two C. It wasn't. I am mean, sure, yeah, you know, if I had wholeheartedly embraced B two C and absolutely gone for it, I could have done. But I think that market has shifted, um, with the advent of much, you know, better tech within smartphones. Families, particularly, are. Um, yeah, very capable of taking they're in the moment, they're there with their families and they're taking photos. So yeah, we'd always argue we could take a better photo, but we're not with families all the time. So I, I that was a that was a kind of strategic decision to me to shift away from that B2C and, and purely focus on B2B. And 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 actually I find working in the B2B market much more enjoyable as well. Um it's right. more rewarding, it's more challenging, it's more interesting. Um, and I just I really enjoy working with businesses.
0: I was having a conversation yesterday, uh, actually with Marcus about the sort of our contacts how many people we know and who we reach out to and yeah. it was quite interesting because if we look at the numbers of people we know on say linkedin and then we look at the number of people we have on our phone and then the look at the number of people that we we speak to on a regular basis it's like a funnel in itself yeah <clears throat> and the real quality is that in that close contact and i think the real trick is getting people from the mass and funneling them down, that is in itself uh, a really good strategy um, that, that we can adopt. Um, welcome uh, to Rob, to uh, Andy and to uh, Alex uh, Alexandra uh, who's here oh. for the first time, I met Alexandra at the uh, Business Focus event in Bath. We finally followed up on a one-to-one and it's her first visit here. So just so that you know, uh, <clears throat> When I get to you, I'll ask you to talk a little bit about you and your business. But we don't normally have introductions. because We know each other pretty well. And it's not about anything more than using each other's skills and backgrounds to learn from each other. And if you look in the chat, the theme for this week, as we come to the end of the year, is reflections of 2021. What were the highs and lows? What have you learned uh, or learned? What do you wish you'd done more of? And what does 2022 hold for you in a changing world? Is there a, maybe like Nick had at the beginning of last year, a change in direction? Uh, have opportunities suddenly occurred because of lockdown and the way everybody's working to be able to capture? What um, do you just want to change direction and just become a drone photographer? Uh, anyway, who'd like to be next? Thank you very much for that, uh, Nick. No problem. How about Ollie?
2: uh and then Anne-Marie oh yeah go go for it um uh, yeah this year's been epic because um I remember pretty much a year ago I was we Alice my wife and I went out for dinner and talking about plans sort of setting plans for the new year and I kind of had uh yeah I'd like to kind of go part-time maybe get a few more clients that kind of thing and never thought that I would actually kind of leave my my job and the security of that and go fully self-employed so um yeah that's been like the math the massive kind of learning I think of last year the fact that I think Sandy yeah, the, the fact that um kind of be yeah, a successful business owner and have the courage to do that I think has been has been really good um other stuff yeah I think um things I've learned I think being able to adapt a bit more to what people want so being less fixed on this is what I do but also trying to listen to my clients and potential clients what they want and learning new skills and trying to kind of, um, I guess, find that kind of market with them as well. So just not being so rigid with what I offer. Um, so that's been a big kind of learning. Um, and then, yeah, also, I think Nick sort of touched on this, but I think the support of other people is quite big as well. I kind of, I always felt like I, and I do love working by myself, but I think also, um, yeah, definitely the marketing crew has been amazing. How helpful that's been in terms of looking at what I do and my sort of what I put out there and also just making some really good connections in here that um to be able to kind of yeah work with bounce ideas off that sort of thing I think it's just been yeah for me just so so valuable
0: do you see any new opportunities for you uh in the changing
2: landscape for this year um yeah I mean I think there's more they've talked about this great resignation haven't they more and more people that are leaving jobs and so I think that's probably like I think we've talked about before a a good opportunity in terms of more people that are wanting to set up on their own and create new businesses so I think that's probably a good um uh opportunity um yeah and I think uh for me yeah not being afraid of trying to get bigger clients as well um I've got a couple of oh. bigger ones this year, and it's something I would like to do more of as well, actually. I kind of feel like more, much more confident and able to offer them what they need and the service, the kind of quality, that kind of thing.
0: That is, I mean, you've been through a heck of a journey uh, amidst uh, a pandemic. I know when I first left corporate on my own, it was the start of the recession in mm. January 1990. Uh, The trouble is, I didn't know we were in the recession at that time, so it didn't make any difference. But you can't you can't really have avoided what's been happening over the last 18 months now. So not only have you done that, um, but you said something earlier on that you've you know, you felt secure, maybe. And and that is a big issue with people that move from having their own uh, being employed and then setting out on their own. We tend to grab hold of security because which, by the way, I think is a myth. I'm sure Rob will contribute to that as a comment um you know it's like every you know the, the common call at the moment is stay safe my sister's just sent me a card stay safe and I'm thinking god I wish you wouldn't say that what do you mean how do we say safe? there's no such thing as safe um but it's a big move when you're employed when you're employed to then move and to then also reach out and go to um bigger clients clients that would put a little bit of fear in because you maybe don't think you're worthy or it's a bit more you know it's an area that uh you're not used to I mean how did you approach that I mean
2: yeah I think um I think just that confidence in my skill set and my ability um so I think believing in myself that I am able to provide what they need as much as a bigger company could and not being I think always before I've been a little bit I've shied away from it and maybe. Sort of uh, apologized a bit, I think, for kind of you know that oh you know it's just me you might not get everything you need, but actually now i I feel like no actually I am confident in what I can offer offer them, um, and so I think that's been the difference. And then they just seem to respond to that and see that, which works really well with that one.
0: I, I think you made uh, you made a great leap this year, and because um, I know how difficult it is, and <clears throat> because you didn't settle. You move forward. Uh, I think when we when we're young and and we we don't have any real overheads like family and mortgage, etc. Uh, as, as Steve Jobs once said, we're nothing to lose. We've absolutely nothing to lose. You might as well go for it. Uh, you might argue you've nothing to none of us have anything to lose anyway. We're not going to be de- uh, destitute, um, but we do tend to. It's easy to settle. I do it. I think everybody you know, we settle into a comfort zone. I was listening to something on my walk this morning about uh, the power of connections and that how important it is to be able to make connections. And they, the guy was saying that, how is it that when we go to networking events? To begin with, we tend to stay with the people that we've gone with or we sit with those people or the people we know. Uh, there's not many people immediately go into a room and reach out to new people because they, 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 you know, it's comfortable where they are. And I think that's the danger in all of our businesses, that we get comfortable and we hunker down. The trouble is, in a changing world, hunkering down may be going backwards. I think the fact that you're regularly on Marketing Crew and we're just talking about marketing and taking marketing forward means that you're probably a great step ahead of your competitor who doesn't think they've anything to learn. I mean, if I was to to stop learning from when I was, you know, when I started business, goodness me, I don't think, I don't dread to think where I'd be. Thanks for that, Ollie. Thank Anne-Marie, you. I think you were uh, going to, and by the way, just to remind everybody in the chat, are the sort of questions, reflections of 2021, highs and lows, maybe what you've done, what you've learned from it and what you might've done more of. Anne-Marie. And by the way, Ollie, you, just just for uh, Alexandra's benefit, just briefly say what you do. We've got Nick as a photographer, Ollie is a web developer, and Anne-Marie, over to you.
3: Um, I help people write books. Um, I, I didn't actually have my hand up. I was I was swatting something away. Oh well, they,
0: you know, Nick uh, Martin normally does, does that, and he's learned
3: to keep <laughs> hands by his side. I was, I was trying I to you swat, were swatting Paul away. I, I was trying to swat the eighteen-year-old out the door. Um, <laughs> so I'm, 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 I don't mind. I will go. Um, I have a list, like uh, Santa's naughty and nice list. I have a highs and lows list. Good of the year, high, top of the highs has got to be Marcus's walk in inappropriate boots. That is just like Marcus walk in inappropriate boots. I'll just clarify that. Um, So (laughs) definitely a high of the year. No, that meeting and um, you guys at Marketing Crew, 100%. um, It's just been a really incredible year getting to know everybody. So yeah, I'm really grateful for that. Um, Other highs. I've had some great reviews from clients. I have realized, hopefully, that I have a viable business. And this is a high and a low, my photo shoot with Nick. It's a high because he managed to create something out of very poor subject matter, but it's a low because the subject matter was poor. So the subject matter is working on itself to have another shoot next year. So that's a high and a low. Um, Lows, Um, I've given up my Maltesers addiction. That's a really oh, big love. Um, I appear to have lost all of my Rocket Book pens, um, but from a business <laughs> business point of view, um, low for me really is, um, and it's not really low. It's more an understanding of time management. Not so much my own time management, but understanding how long all of these things that I am offering people take to do, and therefore being risk realistic in terms of managing people's expectations. Um, that's been a massive journey and I'm, I'm not on top of that at all. Um, so that's caused me additional stress because I just need to try and get my head round, um, you know, those, the, the kind of things that I'm offering and therefore what the expectations of the clients are. So that's kind of my highs and lows. Um, what have I learned? I've learned that I can do this. I've learned that I don't actually need anybody to tell me I can do it. Um, obviously it's very nice but I've learned that I can make my own decisions and I'm quite happy to stand by my own decisions and kind of like I don't know be successful or whatever success is based on my own decisions I'm happy to take the the rough with the smooth with that and next year more of the same potentially looking at quite an exciting partnership But just looking to grow the business keep working with brilliant amazing wonderful people and getting to know you guys more and next year i will wear appropriate footwear
0: (laughs) (laughs) certainly alexander that's for the walk around bristol harbour which was more of a uh, a hike hike. hike, really um anne-marie you mentioned there that um about time management what what can you just elaborate on that what did you mean was that your time management or the time it took for other people to either make decisions or get stuff to you?
3: <clears throat> no, it's to do with how long each element of the process takes. So I had in my mind kind of factored in a certain amount of time for each different part of what I do, but hadn't realised quite how, not wrong I'd got it, but I, I definitely underestimated. The time that it takes me to do certain things so there was a huge learning process around um around that but also how I can make things happen in a more smooth and effective way um so that's st- that's a massive learning curve and I'm still definitely on that
0: so it could be it could be elements of productivity in there but it also could be elements of delegation of of you were talking about that on on a previous call about bringing people in to do stuff that you really maybe shouldn't be doing or to accelerate the whole thing
3: yeah exactly and um that's why i mentioned you know there's potentially very potentially a partnership next year which might be quite exciting but if not um yeah it's about just kind of reviewing it and just being a little bit more clear
0: on when when you're writing do you write longhand do you type or do you dictate Uh, Type. Type. And you feel comfortable doing that? Uh, Yeah. I I only mention that because um, a lot of people, I don't know how many people can touch type here. I can. I I learned in the police cadets I can touch type. I still do. Never thought it would be of any use when I was doing that. Um, That and learning how to use a slide rule that my dad taught me and I still never got the hang of that. but I, there's, a, uh, there's a couple of uh, apps that uh, and I ought to use them all. Whenever I use them, they're remarkably accurate. They give me, uh, which I dictate into. One's called otter.io. I think it's called that. I'll, I'll put a, a link in. Um, I think you get about 600 minutes per month for free. And if you use it a lot more. But it's remarkably accurate. And strangely enough, if you have a conversation with somebody else, it'll recognize the different voices and it'll paragraph them. Um, Let me just see whether. Um, That's what it looks like. Can you see the otter? It's not otter. It's O. Yes, it is. It's called otter. And next to it is one called just press record. That's another one. Uh, and I only mentioned that might not be one you want to use, but I find it useful uh, because it can help get my ideas out. And I can then is the ultra It's about I'd say it's about 98 percent effective. So might be worth looking at. OK, <clears throat> two people now uh, have mentioned collaboration and partnership, which I think is very, very interesting. Right. I think. Um, I think we've given enough time to see how this thing go, goes along. How about you, Alexandra? Um, if you want to tell us briefly what what who you are and what you what your company does, very briefly, uh, and then and then maybe see if uh, we can guide you through, um, you know, some of the things that have happened for you.
4: Thank you, thanks, Paul, and hi everybody. Uh, I do apologize for being a bit late. I'm Alexandra. I am the digital marketing manager here at Sovision IT. Um, And on very, very short, we have three main business streams. The digital marketing side of the business that sells, obviously, digital marketing services, the software and app development part, and the IT managed services part, which is the biggest one. And that's it. That's on very, very short. (laughs) Um, Right, on the questions. Oh, my God, what a year, 2021, was... Like it was just wow, it's incredible what the pandemic can do to, to to people wanting to grow. I have like I have been growing so much this year. Um, I think probably the highest point was going from uh, me being the only person in the marketing team to having now two people and looking to hire another person. So growing it, that was that was a massive curve. Um, I learned so much about. People management and finding the right person that fits in the team. And then working with other teams in the, in the business um, to deliver some projects. Um, one of the biggest things were um, that I won quite uh, big new contracts. So that was a big thing. Uh, we started implementing a very, very um, complicated and massive roadmap for So Vision IT marketing roadmap. Um, in which I got the great opportunity to work with Nick. Thank you, Nick, very much for that awesome day in the office. If I ever want to quit marketing, I'm coming to you in photography. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it was a a very, very, very good year. I loved it. I loved it. Um, What I probably would have wanted to achieve more, um, yeah, is more contracts and maybe find that third person for the team. I'm having challenges finding um, a BDM that uh, has some experience in marketing. Um, I don't know, something is going on out there. The market is very hard, or maybe only, a lot of people are starting their own business and they are now willing to come and work in a a small marketing uh, team. Um, And what do I want for 2022? Oh, I want to double the team, at least double the the revenue and um, yeah, grow at least as much as I grew in 2021.
0: Good. Thank you very much for that. Um, You say that uh, you, because I know when we've had a previous conversation, uh, you were talking about uh, having people around you that have got the skills, given that there is this big resignation. And I think also that um, I... I would have thought marketing, particularly social media marketing, was a very, so very, very popular. I mean, everybody seems to be expert at it uh, with a wry smile there, but uh, you're finding it difficult, are you? to get? Yeah. People-
4: so we, we've worked with a freelance trying to find someone. Um, she found a, f- a few people, uh, but they weren't quite right. Uh, and then and now we are w- working with, um, with a, like a recruitment agency. I have someone that I ha- I will see next uh, next week. So fingers crossed. If not, I'm quite optimistic for generally because usually people beginning of the year, they start to like review their jobs and tend to change uh, them.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um so they hopefully- hang on they hang on for the Christmas bonus and the Christmas party. <laughs> and I think those two things are out the window at the moment, unless you unless you're at number 10. Um so what do you look for in somebody? Uh, in, are you looking for youth? I know you're not supposed to, but are you looking for youth? Are you looking to train people? Um,
4: I think, I mean, obviously there will be an element of training to it because it has to be, but I need someone that, already, that has been already doing business development, as in sales, and if they have some experience in selling digital marketing services, that would be just, Great. That would be just perfect.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Good. Thank you for that. Um, I don't know whether Zoesa's uh, on. Uh, the Z is there. Um, and I know that normally she has clients at nine o'clock. So I'm going to go over to Zoisa if she is there, uh, because I know she's had a tremendously busy year. Um, and if she's not there, I'm going to go over to Rob, I think.
5: I am here. All right, Zoesa. Hi, um, let me just pop in this room. Um,
0: just tell us what yeah. you do.
5: So my name's uh, Zoisa. I'm a uh, health and fitness, health, wellbeing, massage, Pilates. There's no succinct way really, apart from saying all those elements. Um, yeah, it's, I think in terms of the last year it's gone really quickly. I can't believe it's towards the end of the year. Um, there've been, I think the major thing for me is um, social media. That's one of the things. So having a whole year's worth of output that um, that I've managed to do and actually having the help. Um, so that's that's been another part of it. So finding people that I can work with. Um, I know that one of my wishes last time ta- last year or at the beginning of the year was to find some people and so um this group has really assisted with that um I've struggled a bit with um kind of sometimes I hear kind of what everybody's doing with the marketing and I'm like oh I need to be more active and it's and I've had to really go no it's okay zoe sir. it's like you're I'm going through a major shift and transition in terms of where my business is refocusing to. Um, and I can't do everything at once. Um, and actually the thing that I've learned is that, um, things have to evolve over the time that they evolve over and actually where you're at and what you're doing at that time is okay and is right for you. And, and to just trust with your gut, um, and, from doing um a service where I just um teach and deliver um the major shift for me is really pulling in more about the education that's kind of key crucial and actually transitioning to be more of a coach so I've been doing a lot more studies and also pulling it, having a more integrated view of health fitness well being so literally using everything that I've kind of built and put together in my toolkit to help people. So um, there has been a massive reformulating in what my business looks like, where it's going, and also within myself and my, I definitely resonate with some of what I've heard about that fear of always different self-confidence and also just kind of managing, managing me and yeah, giving myself the space to pull my thoughts together and look after myself as well as my business. Uh, that's uh
0: that's particularly interesting that from somebody that is into health and <laughs> always seems very confident, it's very often the people that we around us that we see as being very confident, but we don't man- we don't imagine that they're possibly struggling with certain aspects. Uh, I know I get a little bit I'd like to think I'm not irritable, but I hear my my pal told me I was Mr. Grumpy the other day. I think I was yelling at the screen because of Manchester United, but nevertheless, it's not a good, uh, it's not a good look. Um, But you also say about focusing and, um, uh, and distractions. And I think the danger when we get onto a call like this or, or, you know, we're weighing, uh, maybe when we're weighing up next year and the, the different options and different routes we can go, the big danger is that there are many, many routes. I think, um, and, and some of them can be really solid routes to where we really want to be, and some of them can be distractions. And sometimes there's pleasure in a distraction, uh, the way we reach for social media when we're a bit bored or, you know, we'll go for a cup of tea or dive into the biscuit barrel because we're bored. You're very much at the front end of health. How has the whole COVID issue, uh, the fear, the, you know, how have you addressed that? Uh, has that changed the nature of the sort of business that you are engaged in?
5: Um, it had definitely the, I guess, the major impact for my business with COVID was uh I had to transition from being uh, face-to-face in person to online. Um, And literally, I went from the Friday when everything was okay and then everything kicked in on the Saturday when I was due to teach in the morning. Um, And I literally just went straight online, had it all sorted. and, And then just so I guess the other thing is that I haven't been able to travel to do training or... And I've just been, I haven't stopped. Um, So I guess that's good because I've still been able to earn money, but it's like my whole client base, I would say, shrank to a third of of what it was. Yeah. Um, It's been uh, picking up. Um, I've been doing other training in the background. So the kinesiology training that I passed over the last two years from a foundation to a practitioner has enabled it that even when we were kind of in semi-lockdowns because of the other skills that I have, um, I was able to still work Yeah, because I can deal with kind of mental health or from a physical point of view for those people who were um, need that help with stress or to be physical <clears throat> because they've got uh, operations or because it's to do with their health, then I was able to still continue practice. But also I I was operating in like a big studio space and a little studio space. So I just cut the big one. So that was quite a major shift and pulled everything into a ho- home. But to do that, I had to find a new home <laughs> and move. So that happened in like uh, end of March. And literally it was, it was, I knew I had to get out of the building where I was at the end of the March. Yeah but I didn't kind of get the keys to where I was going and have everything until like the beginning of that last week. So, um, so yes. Very stressful in it, it itself. Definitely. Yes. I,
0: um, I was watching a, a, a video yesterday um, with two doctors, one uh, in Israel and uh, who had had COVID and uh, uh, one in the UK who is on every day talking about uh, COVID, and it was fascinating because they were talking about uh, something the government doesn't talk about, and that is our immune system. The fact that, you know, uh, to really fight any virus, you need a strong immune system, but nobody ever talks about how to create that. And they were talking about uh, essential uh, vitamins of uh, uh, vitamin D, K2, and, um, and zinc. And the difference that that will make. Now, what I took from that uh, was that that in itself, together with mental fears, etc., cetera, uh, could be, I don't know whether that's something you do or whether that is something that could be put together on a, on a video call that could really be good, a good teaser, if you like, because the people out there that are frightened to death that are going to live the rest of their life based on whatever new booster jab is available, and missing the point about their health and the fact that health is several, it's not one thing, it's not just the vitamins that we're talking about, the importance of uh, getting out there, walking, that sunlight, and which is not very, you know, that's why you need vitamin D, I suppose, in the winter. Is that is that do you see that as an opportunity? Yeah,
5: that Depends I think that is definitely that is an opportunity. I think um. it's interesting um, studying integrated medicine so I'm doing my master's in that and actually I've been looking at kind of medicine and natural medicine and everything that's coming out about COVID and you're right it's all biochemical this drug this vaccine and actually all of the gains that we seem to have made in learning about it's the whole person everybody's individual and actually It's not just um, that it's a virus, It's um, our immune system is important, but what we're eating, our thoughts, our emotions, our moving, sleep, stress, they're all key elements and actually it's the whole picture. Um, And there's been a lot of work by the Complementary Medical Association to... um, work with the government and say you know you you've kind of lumped all of us a lot in with beauty or etc and actually there's a whole field of expertise out there that's not being heard because the predominant kind of medical model orthodox view is you know drugs are the solution um, and yes they are really helpful and great for people but i think definitely educating and reminding people that actually what we need to do is to get people to learn to listen for themselves and learn to help themselves because that's what people want. They want to be more educated in, well, what can I put into my everyday life?
0: Yeah, yeah.
5: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, What I'll do is I'll share that not only for its content, agree with it or not agree with it, whatever you might find it as valuable as I've done, but also by the power of that interview. Uh, And I know there's somebody else on here that is very, strong on interview he's strong on coaching and education and you two guys ought to talk together because uh we're you know he's exploring uh the value of courses standing in the background as a not only a way of getting his message out next year but also um of creating that residual income uh and leveraged income and that's rob um rob how about you uh how your highs and lows what you've learned and uh, what you wish you'd done more of and how you see next year
6: i wish i'd done more of taking meetings in the van that's for sure um, <laughs> if, uh, uh no genuinely actually um i think <clears throat> it's just nice to get out uh, so go- going to review my year um i from the word go when COVID came out i was working in isolation on uh online and on the phone with clients and patients doing what doing what for the benefit of the- so sorry i beg your pardon yes i'm a life coach and uh, at the moment i specialize in coaching men in their 40s and early 50s and those men usually have had a disrupted access to male role models um they have a certain way of moving through life they're already objectively successful so on the surface you think they've got things made but they just don't feel how they want to feel. And they get to a point where they think, well, right, okay, I there's a different approach. What is it? What can I do? Because no matter what I do, no matter you know what businesses I launch or sell or, or houses I buy, I still don't feel how I want to feel. So that's where I come in and I take them on an internal journey of investigation. And quite often what they want is not that far away. Um, so that's, that's what I do. Um, I work mainly... Um, uh, Online on Zoom coaching calls, but I do see a couple of local clients face to so face. I've seen one tonight for a walk on the beach, um, and I'm down here in Paul in Dorset. Um, to review my year, it's been um, I came out of coaching NHS patients in April and hit private coaching almost at a dead stop. I had two clients, and um, that's when I started investigating networking and. I think after, uh, eight months of looking at, into all of that, there are so many options. There are so many places you can put yourself. And I, it reminds me of a, a post I wrote called, um, going analog and, um, going analog means, you know, if you think about a watch, a simple analog watch just tells the time, there's nothing else. And uh, going analog is about the basics. So are your basics squared away. And are you, how simple can you make your life? And I think at the moment I want to make my life simple because there are so many avenues to go down. Paul mentioned an online course um, which I've had in the in the wings for ages, but um, uh, haven't launched because I think I've been looking at lots of different things. So <clears throat> moving into twenty twenty one, I want to simplify things because I'm being pulled in lots of different directions because I'm doing a few different things. Um, and I think I need you for my insanity. Uh, and going analogue speaks a bit about what you can do if you follow Maslow's hierarchy of needs. So Abraham Maslow, I think he's a psychologist. Um, but he talks about the basic foundations. Do you have those squared away? And I remember listening um, about a summary of his model, this pyramid, and he talks about civilizations only became creative and inventive once they had the basics squared away, which was they no longer were nomadic and they actually had a house over their, over their heads and knew where they were going to sleep each night, they were safer and they had a reliable food source. And only really when civilizations had those things sorted out, could they become genuinely creative and inventive. And I feel a bit like that sometimes where I have to go back and get the, the basics sorted out. So I can think at a higher level and do things at a higher level. So I'm, I'm on the, I kind of feel like I'm teetering on the cusp of, of getting back into, into sort of the basics.
0: Okay. Uh, I've talked to Rob last week uh, when we met up about uh, the new year, and if, if anybody's in agreement, I think that the first meeting of the year, which will be the fourth. Will be very much about facing the year ahead. Hopefully, we'll have planned. Some people uh, may not have fully planned, uh, but going ahead uh, relies a lot on our own confidence, um, overcoming our own fears, stretching our comfort zones, etc. Uh, so, uh, Rob has agreed to do a session um, on confidence and about that the whole mental issues of of what it takes to be successful or what it takes to actually survive as, as entrepreneurs and business owners. Um, so I think if it, with everybody's agreement, I think it'd be a great way to start uh, the year. Thank you, Rob. Um, Marcus, what about you? Um, how's how's the year been for you? What are the highs? What are the lows? And uh, Uh, what opportunities do you see staring you in the face for next year?
7: Well, for the um, highs, I'm going to go for the uh, opportunity that I've got for you, Paul, to have one of my photographs featured in Arena Om magazine. Yeah, that'll be my high. And the low would probably be taking doing that shoot, being stuck in a small room with Michael over an extended period of time, taking that photograph. The things you have to go through as a photographer, I can tell you it's not glamorous at all. That's the highs and lows, obviously. (coughs) I've got a bit of humour attached to it. Um, What have I learned from this year? What I'm going to go for, I've learned what my product, branding photography, I've learned more about it and what it actually is and what value it can add to the client. Um, and that's mainly because during this year, I've been able to um, actually start shooting again, you know, since probably about, uh, you know, the uh, early summer and actually producing work. And the more work I've produced, um, the more understanding I have of it, what branding photography is and what I can do to make my own, put my own unique view on it. Yeah. I've also... Uh, learned about networking. This is my first year I've done networking, really. Um, and that's been helped, of course, being part of this crew here with everybody's, what we've been talking about, what you've been talking about, and this idea about listening and helping other people. I've learned a lot about that. So those are the two things I've learned. Uh, what was the other question? Oh, what do you wish you'd done more of? Um, yeah, I think content for me. Not photographic content because obviously that's quite straightforward and fairly easily but written content um yeah blogging having you know doing two or three linkedin posts every week i just sort of think oh that's my writing done but then to try and get down to writing more content for blogging etc that's proved difficult and not something that i've done on a regular basis and need to improve
3: i wonder
0: whether and and we've got uh two photographers here today um, and um, I wonder whether you said you want to do more content, more writing, etc. Why not more? Why not sharing more of your photographs?
7: Well, because because for analytical purposes on Google, the you know, the, the god of the small business, you know, we bow down to Google. You Photography has very little weight. The, the written word has much more weight, sadly. Yeah. I don't know why it that is. is. I've often thought if Google ever came up with an algorithm that could detect plagiarism in photography, how well people like Nick and I would do. <laughs> it would be said there would be a massive demand for photography, but unfortunately there's not, and I don't think there ever will be. Um, well. So, uh, what was the question you said? What did you ask?
0: I, I just wonder why... Because you're God, right, though. A,
7: a photograph is my, invisible,
1: my, isn't
0: it? Sorry, Nick. Okay.
1: Yeah. Marcus is absolutely right. A photograph is completely invisible to Google unless you alt-tag it. And that doesn't really tell you much no. about the photo.
7: No. So no, we have well, to write. We have to communicate my, through the written word. Yeah, because All right, it's so be quite, much more quantifiable. It's much more... For the algorithm, it's much more quantifiable because of plagiarism, funny well enough. And it's funny... About plagiarism, and um, yeah. Anyhow, I'm obviously. And the third question is, what does? So I'm looking at the other screen here. What does 22 hold? 22 hold for you? Where are, where, where do I see myself going forward? Well, um, I have narrowed down my niche even more, and just, and gonna you know, focus more on that. I'm gonna just be working with um, motivational speakers uh, going forward and also more with marketing and creative agencies uh, putting my price up and completely reworking my own website and branding
6: right rob yeah i'd like to say that um i've been i interviewed marcus in november uh, no end of december and um in my interviews i produce a life state a life purpose statement for my interviewees and marcus i edited the, the interview last night so i'll be putting it together um but um I produced a life purpose statement for Marcus and I forgot, I forgot what it was right now, but it was really quite profound. And we, we sort of worked together to, to produce it. So, um, look out for that coming out. Um, I think next week, I'll put it out next week because to see Marcus talk about what he does and for me to interpret that in a way that adds layers to what he's already doing, it makes, it makes what he does even more understandable and sort of desirable. So hopefully that will that will balance out the uh, indiscrepancies with the the, the pictures being um, you know not recognised by Google. If you can be out there and be talked about and be talked to and be listened to,
7: then that, that, that will help. Hopefully, yeah. Thanks, Rob. And I, of course, I recommend anybody else to do uh, everybody to do an interview with Rob. He's a very profound guy and can really dig deep. Uh, and I've got a new they, um, now we've got a new charge for him. Because it's Rob the Action Man.
0: <laughs> just before i want to leave lee uh, i'm not going to let you off the hook marcus oh, okay <laughs> uh, i'm just going to well, be a, a bit a contentious a bit. potentious i know contentious oh contentious how much money is google spending with you
7: <clears throat> How much money do i spend with google
0: no how much money is google spending with you
7: okay i don't even understand that question Paul. right well
0: the question was you said that you're doing things because of google uh ah, yes. and google and yeah. frankly, um, I, are you overthinking the Google algorithm? Do you know enough about it? Does any of us know enough about it? Uh, because there's no doubt about it. Photographs stop people in their track, especially clever photographs, especially different angles, especially stunning ones. I'm only going from a consumer point of view. I'm forever putting photographs up on my social media. And I, frankly, I've earned a reputation of being a good phot- photographer in the locality and I'm not a professional photographer. Now, the point I'm making is, um, Mm. it's a bit like hairdressers. Hairdressers are the last people to get their hair done. They say they don't have any time. So I'm being a bit contentious as to why your content does not include more fashion photography, more style photography. Uh, more different street photography, whatever. Uh, And Nick may be able to answer that as well. But before you do, prepare your answers and we'll get Anne-Marie first.
3: I was just gonna say, I, I honestly think it's about having both. I mean, obviously I would say that because I'm a lover of the written word, but if Marcus posted nothing other than photographs to a point I'd go, do you know what? That's another Marcus photograph. It might be the best photograph in the world but I've already seen 100 of his photos, so I'm a bit overseeing his photos. Whereas if you mix it up and you have that clever piece of content, then it, that, that's what stops you because you're not seeing the same. It's If you're constantly seeing the same, then it's, um, for me, that's when it is boring.
0: Well, if his photographs are boring, he's got a problem. If you, <laughs> no, I'm not, but, but no, I'm not also, saying...
3: i'm I'm just saying that if like if i was to put something on my feed every single day that was the same after a while you'd stop reading it because that's human
0: nature but i'm only being contentious here you know that uh (laughs) but photographs are never the same they're always different and i was talking to my after our discussion yesterday i was talking to my eldest son and we were talking about uh photography and uh uh, and I'll talk to you separately, and I'm happy to talk to Nick as well uh, about you know how a large you know they're a large he's the head of a large agency so they they work slightly different. but they will pull in what well, what well they there's jobbing photographers that will basically know how to press a button and take a photograph. but there's obviously other style photographers that have a particular style. In fact, I've been in that I was in that room with Michael and you were looking at photographs and you both identify the person behind that phot- photography because of this style, the use of the lighting, etc. And I would think people are as talented as Nick and as Marcus, when it comes to content, uh, it would play into what Anne-Marie has said is, oh, there's another of Marcus's photographs because of the style. It would be different style. But I agree with Anne-Marie. Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be only photographs. There's that mix. But there's a danger that because you're so familiar, you become blasé about the value of your photographs. And you should never do that. I'm not saying you do, but we should never do that. You know, no. uh, to me, when I, marketing conversations, is the easiest thing in the world because I've been doing it for a long time and I know what questions to ask, uh, but I should never take that for granted and neither should you. That's, that's, that's the only point I wanted to make.
7: Yeah, and you know, I, I mean, style is something that's obviously I could talk about, not style, style, but the style of photography. And that's the thing that I, as I said to you, I think I've got most from this year is I've started to develop my style of photography towards brand photography and for me you know that's the most important thing great good Nick
0: did you have a uh, do you want to add to that yeah I, I was just going to say and I'm sure Alexander will have a view on this when you know,
1: when it comes to creating co- photographic content for a business it's really important what well, I, I feel it's really important that the, the visual content works in conjunction with the written content. A bit like Anne-Marie was saying, I think the copy and the visuals have got to feel as if they're part of the same piece of work. Um, And and they they need to represent the business. It's not just about me, the photographer. I'm I'm creating a visual story for the business. And and the words and the images have got to connect and be powerful together. Uh, Otherwise, if they fight and they conflict, actually, you could do more damage. So, um, yes, we need to bring our own style, but we also need to recognise who we're photographing for and what the purpose of those images is. Yeah, as
0: well. Yeah. And uh, when when it comes to content, it's about stopping somebody from scrolling yeah, yeah. and adding value, which is difficult to do only with the photograph. I agree with Anne-Marie. Right. Who, who, who's uh, who's dying to be next before I choose somebody?
8: It sounds like an intro for me, then. Dying. It does. But, but
6: before you do that, Rob, had a point. Did you do... oh, very briefly. Um... I put a picture on here on the chat. It shows Marcus working. Marcus has showed this picture um, to a BFN Group. And I think the story behind what you guys produced to photographers is really, really important because so much work goes into it. And then the, the picture is the crescendo, you know, the end result. And people buy into a story. Um, so to see, to see a story of, of how a picture is produced, you know, to follow you on Instagram, for example, with just some basic images of you working. Or something like that i i personally love that rather than just the end result because there are lots of m results out there and as we've talked about sometimes it's it's hard for an audience to distinguish one from another if it's just a glance but to to be attached to you guys uh and the evolution of what you do i think could could be really powerful that's my 10 pence worth
0: i think that is an excellent picture there i don't know how did you you know Yes, I can get my legs that wide open.
7: Uh, (laughs) You cheeky monkey. (laughs) uh,
0: But actually, actually, content behind the scenes, I think there's a lot of people interested in behind the scenes, you know, what goes on behind, you know. Uh, But over to Rod. So uh, just briefly what you do, Rod. uh, I think you've met Alexandra before at uh, the event. Oh, I
8: had the great pleasure of meeting Alexandra. Don't worry about that. And I reveled in it and it was lovely. Thank you, Alexandra. (laughs) Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, for me, my, my sort of highs have, uh, I've had the best year I've ever had, so that's, that's great. Um, and uh, we've increased year on, year on year and almost by 20 funerals. Uh, you know, I didn't hire a shoot, a, you know, a, someone out there shooting people or anything like that. Just m- more awareness, more funerals. I think more people know about you. Um, purchasing my hearse in Mark, that was great, you know, and driving it down from Rottenstall. <laughs> um uh, yeah, and, and I think the probably my biggest uh, uh, revelation this year is to realise that actually not only can I do this job, um, but I can do it really well and that people do appreciate what we do. And so consequently, that reflection has to be on pricing. You know, all year I've only ever had two people ask me for a bespoke price um, and a bespoke short for cheap <laughs> <laughs> it's not, not bespoke as in, I want extra this, that, and the other. It's about, how could we do that? You know, not that. So um, it's interesting. Uh, and, and even when they go for the bespoke, in the end, they pay just as much as anybody else because um, they do want all the bits and pieces. And and uh, uh, I thought Lowe's this year was going to be more of the direct route, the pure cremations, and that's where it did that it hasn't been um and so that's been that's been very good um 2022 well i mean i'm looking to can you believe it? i'm looking to grow my business I, I, and i am looking to grow my business uh but in a way that uh, allows me to step back now how the hell are you supposed to do that but i'm going to try and do it and um i think you know uh, with paul's help we've managed to formulate an idea and um and i think it'll work superbly well you know um, because I've got spare capacity, um, a huge fridge that'll take twenty people. I'm not suggesting anybody goes out shooting anybody, but yeah, I mean I can support other funeral directors. So there's a move in that sort of direction. And I know when I first set up, um, I didn't even have a fridge. I didn't even have a removal vehicle. Um, I only had a stretcher and me, and enthusiasm. So uh, yeah, it's a it's been an interesting. Interesting year, really, and um, opportunities for next year are um, certainly boundless, really. Um, If
0: if, if anybody's bought a large turkey for Christmas and you want to know how to keep it stored.
8: (laughs) Yeah, it's certainly got room for that. (laughs)
0: um, I I, I think uh, your increase has been something like 50% increase.
8: Yeah.
0: And you would think, wow. Wow. how many here would like to get a 50% increase? And by the way, it isn't, it's certainly not because of COVID, has it?
8: No, no, nothing to do with COVID. No, yeah,
0: no. yeah. Um, but I'm going to point something out. Uh, what do you wish you'd done more of?
8: Um, I probably wish I'd done more digital marketing, I suppose, um, because it would appear that even though, you know, when I spoke to the last three clients, uh, I mean as I said to you yesterday Paul you know one lady said, oh I like the two swans have the next meet on your website it looks like a heart I really thought that was so sweet but that's not the norm is it um, and then another one said, well I saw you in the market I've seen you in the the voice and um, when I typed you in a Google there you were so you know it's a combination these things are a combination but Google's so important uh, and I know that other... My, uh, funeral companies are using my name of my business to bring their sales up you know so mm-hmm. it you know it's a dirt, sort of almost like the dirty tricks brigade but it's you've got to look at it and think well if you are get if you're getting a few more funerals than someone else they're going to try and leech onto the back of you aren't they so um who can blame them really I, I i probably do the same quite frankly
0: I think at that, that point where you need suddenly find yourself needing to reach for a funeral director, the majority of people, if you don't know one, I think you're going to go on Google and therefore it's, it's got to be important. Um, and sometimes Rod does. I think the beauty of Rod's business is uh, he understands that 82% of sales are after the seventh touch and he's got touches, touch points everywhere, everywhere you seem to look on the marketplace in Wells voice and, the different magazines, he's there um,
6: constantly.
0: But I, I think a big part of uh, Rod's success, and again, I'm coming back to it because he's not mentioned it, but I was there on Friday at his Christmas party, um, which was uh, not only generous, but um, if you looked around, everybody that was there has collaborated with Rod to help him run his business because you can't run a business like that. You can't, it's all right having a stretcher, but you need somebody at the other end of the stretcher. Uh, You need other people. So it's his ability to bring people together to help him Um, again, collaboration that I think has helped your success as well. And uh, certainly he's got a team of bearers there that are so supportive. It was quite, uh, quite very, very good to see.
8: They even uh, sing, Paul, don't they? <laughs> sorry? They
0: even sing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm going to come on to uh, uh, Martin, if I may. Um, and um, I know we had a bit of a breakthrough last week. Well, I felt I, I had the breakthrough. Um, but reflections of 2021, uh, highs and lows, what have you learned, what you wish you'd done more of, and what does next
9: year hold for you? So over to you, Martin. All right. Um, Probably a big thing this year has been about communication and developing my skills as a communicator. So So I'd say at the beginning of the year, I'd go on a call, like a networking call, and I'd feel very nervous about it, and I wouldn't communicate what I do in a coherent way that people could understand. But I've sort of had a bit of help with that, and now when I network, uh, I get more positive feedback around what I say and what I do. So that's been a big breakthrough for me. Also finding good networking groups. Like, I've really enjoyed this group. It's not like a networking group, but they, I feel like there's a sort of an energy and a collaboration around this group, which I really like. And also the Bristol and Bath focus, I've they're very supportive groups and also being consistent has been really important so you know just turning up and people just slowly get to know you and know what you do um and also getting uh realizing that there's like a funnel is really important i've i've been meeting more and more people so i've come to a point where i feel like i'm consistently getting work in I could, I would like to triple it or whatever, but I feel like there's a movement. It feels like a plane taking off. And uh, so that feels positive. Um, uh, And what would I, I would like to streamline my processes more. So um, in terms of the, I don't know, sort of the work, Working out what time I spend on something, uh, you know, just make the process smoother. You know, I'm blogging more and doing LinkedIn, but I, I would love to be able to get somebody else to help me with do that. So I, I kind of want to turn in 22. It'd be great to sort of turn my marketing into almost like a machine, if you like. So I kind of got that churning away in the background. I can really get on with what I love doing. So yeah, that's.
0: I think I think the goal of doing that is. uh, I think everybody should be looking to do that. You know, marketing shouldn't be getting in the way. It should be constantly bringing people in. Um, Unfortunately, for many people, it's. I'll do a bit here, and then you suddenly get busy, so you don't pay any attention to that, and uh, then uh, you realise that you're not as busy, or or projects end, so. that that whole marketing process it needs to be a process and we need to know where somebody is within a process Um, that's for sure so uh, you said that you would ideally you'd like to triple your business i mean presumably you've worked that out and you can handle that is that triple your business by the number of clients or by the quality of clients and how do you have you any ideas how you might do that
9: um I don't know if it's some um, quantity of clients I'd like to have. I'd, I'd like to have some... It would be good to build up some key clients who gave me repeat business. That that would be great. So, and I would like to and fr- work with more, more marketing people. Um, I kind of see that as a way through. So that and i'm doing some email marketing with nick Sladok. you know i feel like that is almost at a point where i'm i want to i think there will be some results from that you know i've just done it for a little bit but i think it's a bit of a slow burn so they're my kind of roots to what i see as my 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 pattern for growth if you like
0: Yeah. yeah um So potentially you repeat business um, and maybe more. I think we decided that last week, didn't we, that um, you really like to get on with the creativity uh, and let somebody else get on with the, uh, the, the sales process, if you like. And uh, that's where, and and I know uh, Marcus has talked about working more with marketing agencies and uh, and, So I think I think they're uh, again, they're potential areas for for collaboration. Uh, Again, I was talking to my uh, son yesterday and he was talking about uh, photographing agents. And uh, in that in that world of creativity, there are people that act as agents. I mean, in an advertising agency, you've got your creatives and then you've also got the account handlers. In other words, the people who have got i not saying you don't have people-to-people skills, but they feel very comfortable talking yeah. to uh, and conceptualizing and and winning the business, and then bringing the creatives in. Uh, they're basically selling your creativity.
10: Yeah, and, that is a uh, real
9: skill, and it's like I said, the guy I ran the web development company in London. That was he's he was fantastic. Yeah, at selling the idea. I mean. It, he would do no kind of prep and he could talk shit for, not shit, but, you know, like, <laughs> like brilliantly about the, the project.
0: <laughs> I think good salespeople, it might it might appear to be that for you, but it's not for us. No, <laughs> no, I
11: know. know.
0: Great. <laughs> right. Thanks, Martin. Um, I think that um, I, I would say that... <clears throat> If you're looking for people who potentially have got repeat business, it could be quite important to identify who those people might be. They could be a, a deliberate target. I'm not sure who Nick is targeting. Um, I assume it's cold and cold to warm to business can take time. So you're probably right on there. Um, I, think you know, I think maybe we've got more time than we've got. Sorry, Martin.
9: I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm in terms of that sort of marketing thing. I'm thinking of LinkedIn approaching, searching people down, you know, tracking them down, and then approaching them through LinkedIn, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. and connecting with them there. There you um, go. Um, maybe we should have a session on, on
0: on what Andy's learned from reading that book, uh, like a book club. Yeah, what's that one? How LinkedIn Solved My Midlife Crisis oh, and How I Can Grow Your Business. Let's go and I'll show books. I've got some CDs here. Uh, right. Uh, thank you very much for that, Martin. Uh, Andy, it's over to you. Um, reflections of 2021.
10: Wow. Um, 2021, at the beginning of it, I did wonder, you know, was I going insane to keep running my little leasing brokerage? Having in 2020, when we had lockdown in March, decided to cease working with the partnership that I was with and start from the ground up how I wanted to envision it with the right people. Um, so at the beginning of the year, yeah, things were a bit um wonky, shall we say? Um, no confidence in business at all. It wasn't really till sort of June when people started to be able to go back to business. The floodgates opened, and then we got back to some sort of normality, and it all made sense. But yeah, so uh, a lot of trepidation in the first half of the year, and just had to stick to the belief of, you know, get things ready, it will open back up, um, which it did. But what it made me focus on was drilling down on having three or four channels where inquiries come from and not being. In the pocket with any of them so if one of them was to fall down you know let's let's say for tomorrow google disappeared you know i'd still have marketing channels that would work irrelevant of that particular platform Mm -hmm. Um, and that's something i'm very conscious of going into next year that i have three or four things that you know there is a steady stream of inquiries that i can work from that i can process and Bit like martin's it's systemized you know what i do to make it a more well-oiled machine so i can actually step back and just be more of the figurehead um rather than doing a lot of the repetitive stuff that we need to do but, but somebody can be a machine yeah
0: what are those four channels
10: uh linkedin networking um the third one is instagram is a new one that i'm looking to do a lot with because there's a lot of potential for the visual there um and the fourth one is working with collaborations with a lot of the environment conscious groups and that you know there that seems to be you know planting some very good seeds with that with businesses that are you know environmentally conscious that there is a massive movement towards that and, and starting to, I'm looking at doing a few webinars every quarter for small businesses. You know, so they can, you know, actually get some ideas to step on that first. You know, on the on the road towards becoming, you know, zero emissions, etc. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Which is your richest source at the moment?
10: Richest source it's of business to date has always been networking, Paul. So like yourself. <clears> uh, <throat> A seasoned veteran of networking, you know, in face to face for many years, you know, even before starting for myself when I was doing BDM roles. So it's you've got to get in, in amongst the people that you want to work with, to be fair. You've got to meet them, you know. Um bit strange over Zoom. Some some groups have worked better than others, but the basic skills are still the same. You've got to be you know, you've got to be engaged with people and actually listen to what they're actually yeah. you know saying.
0: Yeah. yeah yeah okay thank you thanks sandy um do do you see uh next year do you do you see any change in the market do you see electric i mean the the tendency is to believe electric will pick up but then you've got difficulties of a we don't have the number of points electrical points we don't have the number of mechanics um you know it's not without any of its challenges and plus the fact it's so i, I hear through the press that it's difficult to get new cars so secondhand cars are actually at a premium
10: they are i mean all of those things are, are very relevant and and are things that need we need to bring to people to educate them that you know they are all viable but you know we just need to yeah, you know, is it, education is is the thing Really, and it's just doing more of that and in the right places to, to the audience that I want to work with, you know. Yes. there's a lot of people who say, "Well, it's no point looking at yet; there aren't enough charging points, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. And, and it's giving those answers to them because you know it, it's a bit like electric vehicle bingo at the moment. It's the yeah. four the same four or five things that are saying keep coming up in conversation. So we need just need to answer them. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Good. All right, Andy. Thank you, Andrew. Finally, Andrew.
11: Yeah, sorry, I just can't get rid of the vision of Rod keeping his sandwiches in his freezer full of bodies. So, thanks for that, Rod. That's going to stay with me. <laughs> um, right. So, good. So, yeah, 2021. So, the good this year, really, really good quality connections. Um, just met some amazing people. Obviously, including all the people on here as well. There's some brilliant people on here. Um,
0: and many not on today's call.
11: Absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, some fantastic connections. Um, I've worked with some fantastic people as well, both collaboratively and as actual clients. Um, it's been very, very rewarding. It's been bloody hard, but it's been incredibly rewarding. I won't swap it from um referrals, referrals, referrals. Fantastic. That's how my work comes to me is through referrals. However, there's a bit of a a thing that's niggling with me at that because referrals are passive and I've been itching to do some marketing uh, but I'll come, I'll come on to that um, I've had a lot of work um, a lot of throughput and it's been very satisfying helping people out actually get people on you know I was of amazing feedback from people um, with, with getting websites online and people sort of disappointed with previous conversations with other people and you know Getting comments like "You're the first person who's listened to me." Um, Why this has this has been so easy? I can't believe it's been so so straightforward to get up and running. All these sorts of things. It's just been fantastic. Um, and collaborations, you know, work with some amazing people collaboratively as well, uh, which I love. Uh, the bad, the bad. Um, I've been too busy. Um, it's been crackers. It's just been at the coalface all the time and it's too much um and i know i know i'm going wrong with that um what that's left me is i've had no time to do any marketing and i really want to do some marketing because obviously that's an active way of great gaining business rather than the passive way of referral so i want to have that balance even though i love obviously it's amazing to have referrals but it'd be great if i could also have um an active approach to Gaining business as well as that. That's sort all of, that passive thing. And I think for the future, for next year, so my plans are um, start with some freelancers. Um, I'm already talking to some people now. And also automating of processes. Martin touched on this, and absolutely spot on. And I'll be having a chat with my friend, Angela Thompson about that, because that's a bag. You know, processing and automation. She's amazing at stuff. So I'll be having a chat with Ange on that stuff. Um, I want to be a lot more proactive in my collaborations as well. I want to do more, I want to collaborate more with people. Um, So I'm going to be really ramping that up. If I can get the the first point sorted out, it's going to be more time to be more proactive in collaborating. Um, So it's a a bit of a win win that. I also want to increase throughput, which I would be able to do if I can get these things squared away um, and I want to promote complementary services heavier so for example you know like Nick and myself have worked on projects um, you know I've worked with, with various people on projects but uh, that are obviously not on the school but um, I want to promote those people a lot more proactively so at the moment I, I talk to people about this stuff but it's not the most proactive way that i do it and i really want to ramp that up and explain i'm going to ask nick actually for example um and marcus and um, martin etc 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 to give me you know um a paragraph on you know why what you do is so complementary to a website which will help me to have that conversation with people to, to get people on board for for more services around projects and stuff like that which means more collaboration so that's really my, my thinking at the moment for 2022.
0: Oh, so that's quite a tall order.
11: Yeah, we're, we're going to get out
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, looks like you've thought that that through very well. Um, I, um, I think the thing that has run through this, uh, and you've, fi- you know, in, in the final presentation you you've repeated it is the one of collaboration and i do know that a number of you i hear through grapevines and directly that you're looking to collaborate uh and i've always felt that that is the way to go forward I i think the fact that we meet every week and we talk about different aspects of marketing we haven't done that specifically today alexandra uh but uh you know, we, we talk about those five elements and we tease out ideas. Um, I have to say, at, at times I've wondered about, you know, how to take marketing crew forward, whether we just do more of the same. Uh, I'm thinking of more people being introduced at the moment. I've got uh, a, um, a promotion running, if you like, and it's, it's only designed... To reach out and tease out people that take marketing seriously. They're the only people that are worth talking to. You all take, if you didn't take marketing seriously, you wouldn't be on this call uh, every week. Uh, it's for people taking marketing seriously. Anybody else that doesn't take it seriously, they see it as an expense, um, they don't see the point, then they're the wrong audience as far as I'm concerned. Uh, and I've wondered about how. That might evolve either more groups, but I'm I'm aware that that can be quite demanding. Uh, I was talking to Mike Land. I was hoping he'd be on this call again today, but evidently not. Um, And I'm always looking for marketing-led people with a good experience, but could also handle groups, you know, uh, basically uh, manage a group, if you like, or manage the meeting itself by inviting people to speak when they they should speak, et cetera. Um, uh, That would be interesting as far as I'm concerned uh, going forward. But I've also wondered about uh, developing a side shoot of Marketing Crew as an agency for marketing people. Uh, but, I, it, I, you know, it runs through my mind. I don't want that to interfere with people who are non-marketing people that want to learn more about marketing. Are you with me? So there could be a second part of that. Uh, I actually, uh, you know, as an agency, you know, going out for the business, because I do think that when we're talking, and that's why I think marketing people get great benefit on a meeting like this, because if we're talking to somebody about teasing out, what is, you know, what does your marketing look like? What are you trying to achieve? Where are you going? Who are you looking to get in front of? How are you getting in front of them? It's then easier to say, well, you ought to be talking to Andrew or uh, Ollie would be a good match for you. Uh, and, in fact, I've done that in in many, many cases already. So, um, and that, you know, I, so I, I thought that might be an interesting way to go. I've also... Um, and by the way, that 12 days of Christmas is going to run until the end of the year. Uh, so I'm looking for people, I'm I'm teasing people to give it, it Tells me somebody's gonna put their hand up and say, Yeah, I need to think about my marketing for next year. Uh, it's 12 pounds, charging for a reason. Uh it's neither here nor there, uh, the money. But then they get access at least for 30 days, uh, some of the content and it would trigger a, a call with me to see what they need to be concentrating on and then go and look at some of the recordings, et cetera, get the feeling of marketing crew. And my ultimate goal then would be to bring them into a meeting and get them as a, uh, as a regular uh, contributor, if you like. Um, the other thought I had, uh, and I'm, I'm exploring that at the moment um, on a trial basis, is is doing one to one coaching with individuals like a ninety day accelerator where I spend dedicated time with that individual planning out their you know their their uh, their way forward but there you know it's very easy for me to think about what I would want, but that is the wrong approach anyway it's what everybody else would want so uh how would as we go round and and close off the meeting, what I'd like to do is to say. How would you see, is there anything you'd like to see more of in Marketing Crew? How would you like to see it develop? Blue Sky Thinking, would, would you see it as an agency? Would you be interested in it, it becoming an agency or part of it, you know, a side, side issue? Is there areas that we miss? Uh, you, we have some nice compliments here, but I don't want to stand on those. I want to see how we can push it for, forward and develop it further. So uh, I'm going to start off with um, Nick, Nick Cole.
1: Yeah, I I think the the mix that we have at the moment works pretty well, Paul. Um, The fact that we all turn up regularly suggests that we all see value in in what you offer and what the group brings to each of us. Um, And and as you say, it's it's created great collaborations within the group. I, I particularly like, I think, the opportunities where you invite individuals actually to present or discuss or showcase their area of specialism. And I think that then it also gives you a bit of a break because you're not having to do all the content every single week. You can, you can share it up and divvy it up in the group. And um, and I know I've done a couple of those, one with Anne-Marie and one probably about eight, nine months ago now. And I, I actually enjoyed doing those myself. So I think well, I, that, there's great yeah, value in getting the group to become, yeah to contribute into into marketing crew as well.
0: That that was, I actually, I, I should have mentioned that. That was one of my thoughts as well. That's why I approach uh, Rob. Uh, I think it would be, uh, I, I want it to contain around marketing. Uh, you know, I don't want to be, you know, I don't want it to go off a shoot. For instance, if we had an accountant about accountancy or whatever, but for instance, uh, Andrew uh, could uh, or Ollie together or separately could, uh, I think together uh, could get their head together and say, you know, where what are the areas we should be looking at with our website? You know, interacting with with Google and and whatever. Uh, Martin could be what to look for in great design. Uh, I'd like to see Martin actually, uh, what do they call it? Uh, um, a breakdown or or taking bad design and good design apart. You know, you see it out there. What makes for a good, good cohesive design? What does it say? Uh, that would be a, a good, a really good session Uh so, you know, so I think that's a great idea, Nick. Uh, and I, and there's I think- There's a lot of I'm knowledge good. in
1: the room, Paul, isn't there? Which which can be shared out,
0: yeah. I, I, you know, that's the, I, you know, I think we've definitely got to learn from each other. Um, Marcus, what about you? Uh, what, what do you see? How do you
7: see marketing crew might go forward? Would you like to see more of? Yes, I, do you know what? I mean, obviously I've been enjoying it and I'm sort of fairly new to the group. Well, I've been here quite a long time, but there's been people longer and really benefited, benefited from it so much. I think moving forward, for me, I think uh, as we all get on or we'll know each other so well now, some kind of accountability that we can do between ourselves, you know, maybe an action point from each learning week that we could take forward and say, OK, what are you going to do? What have you done to, towards that action point? So account- I can Using accountability is what I'm saying.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yes. You can you can learn whatever you want to learn, but, you know, knowledge is is not power unless we take action on it.
7: Exactly, Paul, yes. Exactly.
0: And, I, and I think the difficulty is because we discuss so many different things, it's not possible and even necessary. You've got to decide what what is important. Everybody's going to take something different away. So... That could be that could be good. It could okay. be an action point. You know what you want to do for the ne- for the next ninety days or whatever. That is yeah. part of that's one of the things. Part of that ninety day. Uh, yeah,
7: program. and um, just to finish up with though, Paul, um, a little festive note, if I may, a little festive fact um, that you might be able to share with your friends about this time coming upon us. That the the period between Christmas and New Year is known as the Perineum. The festive perineum actually um so with that in mind, I'd like to wish everybody a smooth and st- stress free perineum
0: very good I'm going to look that up it's a pity you've not written it down because i can I could actually select it and it would tell me to what it really means but
7: it yeah. it really does mean that it's a perineum, is the but between Christmas and New Year as well as other things as well I believe
0: bless you
1: That's that is the first Marcus thank you
0: <laughs> uh rod. What would you like to see more
8: of? What should we... Well, I, I, I don't know about Etonian, but I, I certainly play the clarinet, if that's any good. Um, I think more of the same, really. I, I'm, I'm quite keen on uh, joining in with the meetings and uh, listening to ideas that people have got, and and uh, just, uh, as you call it, well, it's not called brainstorming anymore, is it? Blue sky thinking, that's it.
0: Yeah, um,
8: Yeah. I mean, I think that it's a great thing to be able to meet you once a week and and um, you know, just say what we think and say what we feel, you know, and, and move forward in our week. Good.
0: Uh I, I I um no, I'll not say what I would definitely uh, add, but
2: Ollie. Um, yeah, I I really appreciate it. I think again the people who have led talks before. um has been interesting to get their insights, or it, you know, the photographers doing their bit and um Nathan did a great one on video although I've not put it into practice so maybe that's where the accountability bit would be actually really useful um, I think it'd be again maybe more of um uh kind of like what's working for each of us so what we found like some kind of review thing you know like for example like Anne-Marie might have said that something's worked really well for her that I haven't thought about or anyone else hasn't thought about so whether that can be kind of integrated a bit more.
0: Okay, thank you, Oli. Um, Alexandra, what have you got from today's meeting? Was it what you thought or was it less, more, or what?
4: Uh, as you said, Paul, I think it's very different from what we have discussed because you were like reviewing 2021, but it was very nice to see like how everybody has experienced this year. And hearing some other people sharing their thoughts actually made me realize that I was checking some of those things in 2021 and I couldn't see them. So thank you very much. Um, so I, I cannot, like, give my opinion on what, what direction marketing crew should take. But I think for me, it would be great to... To be like this in an online or offline room with a with a lot of people, with whom, um, yeah, I can share something that maybe I'm, you know, thinking too much in my little box, and then you can open open my mind, and as well as me uh, giving 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 back and sharing my experience and wh- how I think around marketing. That would be absolutely great. Thank you. I
0: think I think it's one thing to be if you if your livelihood is marketing, you certainly do need to stay in touch with what's going on and whether that's on youtube webinars or whatever but also that first move into management can be very lonely indeed and um that is uh, that that can be uh, you know you need to be able to talk to somebody about that and it's not always easy to talk to the people that you're managing uh, rob thank you Alexandra. yeah hi um
6: so i think um with maybe buddying buddying up so you can buddy up with someone in the marketing crew who's on a similar journey to you so you can share your experiences or you can buddy up with someone who has the expertise or uh, a different perspective that you don't have um and to kind of have the accountability of of being productive around you know why we're here in, in this group so um so to to make our individual journeys more visible and more known it's almost like a there's a part of our maybe our weekly meeting is a check-in saying right so so Andrew how is Andrew getting on with this particular thing and we we kind of get to understand and know the story of Andrew's journey or Martin's journey or my journey or whoever um so it's, so it's a it's a continuous a continuum yeah um and, and maybe maybe something along those lines so Outside of the meeting, I might team up with Anne-Marie, for example, and we have a check-in and say, right, how's that going? and That kind of thing.
0: Yeah, good, good. Well, that's – that's sometimes they're the most obvious ones, like Zoësa and yourself doing a, a, a session together, because I know that she has limited time on here, but she's there here every week. But she's got good experience in that coaching issue. Um, yeah. And uh, so that, that would be good. And I think also uh, – it's, I suppose it's not dissimilar to the B&I principle of power teams, you know, those people that share the same market and and can collaborate easily. Uh, Andy.
10: Um, from my point of view, it's probably one of the few that aren't actually in the marketing space themselves. Um, <clears throat> the collaboration thing really is, you know, and accountability is... The main thing I would like to see more of in this group, really. So yeah, so I don't know how we implement that, but yeah, definitely, you know, having people call me out on stuff I need to do if I mention it, you know, is is a great driver. So yeah,
0: we 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 all have good intentions, and uh, I think what we don't account account for is that we've got to we've got to give up something to do something. You know, yeah. you, you know, it's habits, and habits are the key issue. And I think if we know, I think we've talked about that in the past. If, uh, uh, if you suddenly, habits are difficult to break. That's why good habits are good. Bad habits are not. Uh, Andrew. I
11: think one of the most, I mean, it, this group's been, like, incredibly valuable. My head used to spin after this group. Um, no more. Um, because I think I've managed to <coughs> absorb a lot of that. over taken me months. Um, But something I found hugely valuable was when we all met up in person, there was just, it was just amazing. It was, you know, we know one another, but we really actually properly got to meet and really know one another, I felt. I just felt there was a huge bond among the group. And what I'd like to see is that we make that a regular thing, but we don't want to do it so regularly that we kill it. So I would suggest that we do sort of like quarterly meetups yeah,
0: Don't people think about that. I uh, that was the one I was going to mention, but I'll give you the, the opportunity to mention it. I thought it was particularly valuable. I know Anne Marie did, um, uh, and she'd plan, awesome. a, she'd plan her shoes ahead. Um, <laughs> the Ma- cobbles. Martin, and then I'm going to end up with Anne Marie.
9: Um, yeah, it's been really positive today, and um, yeah, uh, I'd go, I, I'd. I'd say uh, the same as Andrew. I think I thought it was great when we met up, and people—you're actually people can see you are a three D person, and you do sort of have, you do exist, and it's just really nice to get to know people in a yeah in a sort of deeper way. I think um, I think you touched on it the other week. and said about um, I don't, but I don't think we actually went into it. It's like how other people see you. And how yep. you and how you can improve, um, which goes to the well, what Mar- Marcus was saying about accountability, or but you know it's part of that. Um, and also, um, you talk about numbers, like I don't know if you're thinking of growing the numbers of the group, but it's it's also quite nice having this number because you can actually tackle a subject or talk about yourself in a little more depth. If it was sort of double, if it's double this number, you'd, it would yeah. be very brief. So, um, you know, what you could say and it and also the idea of a sort of almost like a virtual <clears throat> agency um, is really appealing.
0: Yeah, I didn't <laughs> mean to, uh, I, just to clarify, we, we technically have 20 members but we never have 20 people on all at the same time. Um, you know, so I don't, you know, I think this number is a good one. Uh, I think you maybe handle a couple more, but I, I think 20, actually the 20 for what we do and the way we do it, even if everybody had turned up on the same day, um, then it, it could be difficult. You, 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 I'd have to be giving people a lot less time and I, do you know, I don't like to do yeah. that. Um mm-hmm. And I think as for the other, I haven't forgotten that, how others see you. It wasn't that this was the idea of uh, of letting other people say how, you know, what you see in somebody. And it wasn't that, that you would change because that is difficult. It was just that you would start to recognize the value that others see in you. You know, I've known throughout for a long time. You very often see something in somebody that they don't see in themselves and they need to see in themselves. No, no more exponent of that is Rod at funerals. We don't talk about the negative, we talk about what that person has meant to us, how they've contributed, how they've helped us, uh, their humour or whatever. But I'll imagine rarely have we told them that when they were alive. And that that's the whole thought behind it. Uh, Anne-Marie, you're for the final word of this year's marketing crew. How would you like to see it go forward?
3: Pressure. Well, actually, everybody's already nicked my ideas. So I was going to say accountability. The only thing I did think of um, along that lines is if we did some sort of challenge, like a 30-day challenge or something, where somebody's done something that has given them proven results, whether it's, I don't know, some, you know, they've posted a picture of a cat every day on LinkedIn or something. And we all kind of do something along those lines to see if it improves our results as so kind of expanding the accountability a little bit. Um, Completely agree with face to face. I think that was really, really good. Um, And I think, yeah, that would be nice to have something relatively regularly Uh, quarterly sounds like a good shout. Um, And Really, very simple. Every single one of you needs to write a book. That's it.
0: There you go. The story of marketing, crew. How about that? Um, I must admit, the the other thing I've thought about exploring and I'm getting geared up for it is uh, live stream. Uh, And I'm thinking about live stream where, you know, we bring certain people together. Uh, It could be design people, it could be, you know, personal coaching people it could be whatever that we actually live stream something like that to reach you know a bigger audience for the benefit so for instance if I was to interview uh, and I'm thinking about Natasha as well as the architectural photographer uh, photography in today's world for businesses you know if we we research a subject we think about what we're going to say and we just get a really good conversation going maybe Rob could help in in sort of adjudicating something like that. Uh, but I think that, I don't know whether anybody does live stream. I've done a couple, but uh, it's not one of, that's probably one of the, the, it's not the fear thing. Uh, yeah, it probably is. You think, you know you wanna be, wanna get it right, et cetera, but I don't have a fear of talking to a camera. So I don't know why. You know, that, so that's one of my challenges. And I think it could benefit people here on Marketing Crew. Um, and it might take the form of an interview or whatever. Well, unless anybody's got anything else to
7: say, I want to thank everybody for yes. Before you go, Paul, I think I'd just like to say, from me and from all of us, thank you very much for helping us grow and thrive.
0: Great. Well, that's very, very much appreciated. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, totally I was just going to thank you all because I'd be talking to myself if you weren't there every uh, week, and I get <laughs> uh, probably more from these uh, uh, sessions than uh, you guys do. And I, so I'm i looking forward to, apart from mince pies, perineum.
11: That's the word
0: for Christmas, perineum.
11: Do, do not Google that, Paul. <laughs> Seriously, your perineum is
0: I will find out what it means. Oh, you don't Wait. know. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. oh, Google it, Paul. No, don't. don't. I'll bet it's rude. I've decided it's probably rude now. So I might cut that out to the end of the. Uh, of the recording thank yes. you very much indeed and uh, alexandra be, everybody's entitled to a couple of meetings so you'd be more than welcome to come back on a on another meeting uh, to decide whether you want to be part of this and whether it'll help you in going forward
1: thank you so all right much.
0: thank you everybody have a nice christmas
6: and a right. uh, good new year